we're gonna go into movie corner really quick, but mostly because it's oh, yeah. it, it's Ben's it's Ben's. Uh, you're gonna block me on Letterboxd. Uh, you probably. <laughs> I saw your response. <laughs> you're sending me screenshots of my own stuff. Nobody interacts. You normally you're supposed to send screenshots of you know. Uh, I don't know, you popular person or something like that, or look at this annoying person. Yeah, look this at this asshole. This no- you. notable, notable <laughs> annoying person. Yeah, and then you're sending me screenshots of my own stuff. Nobody, I, you know, well, zero, I zero likes, zero interactions, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be a normal person, just just keeping little notes for myself, keeping notes for my friends like you, who you know maybe you want to see. Oh, what men think about? It. He watches a lot of movies. What what, what do you think about this one? Yeah, he might have some valuable thoughts. Well, you know, I just figured it be, it's better to you don't want me to like <laughs> do this on in your comment section. You don't want me to engage with them. That's true. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be even worse. Yeah, that'd be even worse yeah. when the second person ever comes along to read. Yeah, read them. Even even lo- lower be me. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, this is sus. What you're saying? Here. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's like you're reading like Amazon reviews and there's like 10,000 reviews <laughs> and like the top one has like, you know, a thousand likes. But for some reason, you just keep, you know, seeing this one guy pop up and he's always got a comment that's like, LOL, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. With, you know, that's, the com- <laughs> that's the comment on it. And you're like, wow, who cares to dig into this, you know, this message from tw- uh, th- three hours ago? Uh, I'm setting yep. up a separate Patreon that's le- Ben's Letterboxd Reviews Reviews, and okay. we'll be going through Letterboxd. But no, I just, I, I, I think that you have a, I really just wanted to bring it because I actually do think you have a, a good point about Letterboxd Reviews in here, but I was bringing it up because, uh, what is it? Okay, your review of Portrait of Lady on Fire, which doesn't seem to be a review of that at all, um, but you said Letterboxd should let you filter by reviewer age, and yeah. I think that's on his, on his face. Are you looking for like a young high school GF out there, Ben? Are you trying to... No. No, I'm looking for the exact opposite. Also, I'll say implicit in that. You, 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 implicit in what you said, you understood the implication of what I said, but not that, not what you just said just now, but part of it, that I don't want to read reviews from high school kids because I get tricked into watching movies like this where it's like, oh, well. Yeah. I'm, I'm let's 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 kind of step out of my you know a lot of the time i'm watching like movies where it's like oh i i'm interested in this thing whatever like like it's not like on my own like you 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 know you you everything's influenced from the outside somehow but it's like oh I, you know i'm i'm into i'm into chinese movies i'm into like uh you know uh like like a samurai movie or something like that uh sometimes what that's whatever i like uh whatever an action american action movie or something like that and then every once in a while you know i look at like uh, oh you know what's what's some like popular stuff uh on on letterboxd or what's some popular stuff are you on choosing IMDb? to watch movies based on letterboxd reviews bro you can't be doing that occasionally yeah why would you not do that it's like it's like if 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 you know a big of like just because a movie comes out and it's really popular I'm, you can't you can't ignore that I mean, you you can ignore it, but you can't ignore it if you don't have any other prior information. Like like if a uh, if everybody's like raving about new Marvel movie, you know, uh, six two twenty three or something like that. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch that because I know the Marvel movies are, are are stupid in my opinion. Uh, but like if a movie comes out and people are like, oh, you know, uh, I haven't seen this, but I I kind of want to. People are like, oh, uh, Kate Blanchett and Tar. 
yeah oh, that's a good i want to see that. and then then i'd be like yeah exactly i don't so i don't know what you're talking trash about i'm talking there's a difference in what we're talking about here like if like i'm not saying you can't look at reviews i'm it, it, it or like you can't know anything about about movies going into it like i think that that's an important part of it i'm just thinking that like letterbox isn't like the way isn't isn't good at that at least i haven't found it that because like for the exact reason that you describe in this where well maybe it's not the exact reason but like i've tried to like look up movies on letterbox before and you go in and you just get like you get a thousand like quip reviews there it's like well i i can't and, and they're all like all over the place or it doesn't mean anything like well this sucks what you got to do is just like find like i don't know critics whose opinion you value or something and go off of like their opinion not go off their opinions but use that yeah as an indication of whether or not you're gonna watch it but not just like what is the letterbox score what a what a bunch of no but that but that's what i mean letterbox thing that's what i mean you you, you, you can't you, like you, i don't want to just watch you know movies that have only been seen by you know my friends or the couple people i follow on on letterbox or whatever I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, probably the time, like, it's like, like when you're in high school, I, I probably wouldn't have ever seen the Godfather, uh, or something like that. If I didn't see it at the, you know, top of like the IMDB list or something like that, or like the Shawshank, which Redemption is different than like letterbox still too. Cause that's, it's still just, it's, it's just, it's just doing, it's even worse than Rotten Tomato scores letterbox. Wait, why? Right? I don't understand how it's just a bunch of people just because people leave equip reviews it, uh, people would have done that on letterboxd or uh, rotten tomatoes or something too i thought rotten tomatoes was supposed to be like uh some sort of like it at least divides up between like uh yeah shelly shelly's shelly's a rotten tomatoes person sometimes it's like critics and regular people yeah but imdb imdb that's that's been around for a long time and that's how do you that's how it. do those ratings work it's just regular people rate them it's just like letterboxd you just rate it mm. Well, I'll also I will say I had, I don't use those ratings. I I don't I don't pay attention to those. Okay. Have you ever seen well, the Amazon saying, reviews? You're talking about Amazon. I don't reviews. know. I don't know why you think it's so crazy to to look at the rating. If you see that a hundred like a, a here hypothetically, let's say that like you you looked at the list and there's a new movie. You look at the uh, the the IMDb top 100 or whatever, and you look at the list and there's a new movie and it's got one billion five star <laughs> reviews would you not want to watch that movie to just see what's going on <laughs> i i don't know man i think if it had a <laughs> yeah, billion yeah. five star reviews i'd be like there's some, there is something going on here i'm very suspicious of what's going on here wouldn't you want to see it <laughs> no i would like to try to find you're out in, okay what whatever you're an insane person saying about it. what you're you're an insane person then you wouldn't if there was a one you even said it yourself that's so suspicious you want to investigate yeah it sounds like oh this Whatever. is this is a, there's there's like a, a, a like bots reviewing this like this is probably like a new marvel movie that disney hired or made bots to review it to get into the imdb top 100 for some reason maybe i mean maybe sure maybe yeah okay but i'd still be i'd still be like what's going on what's i'm 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 gonna watch this i gotta see what's what's going on is it a bot is it not dude nobody bot ever people People are always calling us this, and I gotta say, stop calling us this. People, some some people might be calling us Lewis and Clark over here, the Lewis and Clark of podcasts. <laughs> and I'd have to say, I might be Lewis and or Clark, whichever one's better. But 
this 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 man, my co-host here, is definitely neither Lewis nor Clark because while I'm out exploring, you know, uh, you're up, well, the, you're up the colonizing. I'm <laughs> exploring the Louisiana Purchase. This man over here is he's just back in whatever New, uh, 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 Plymouth Rock. Now you're right. probably I'm minding my own you're, business. You're back in no, you're back in uh, uh, your uh, England. Thomas probably, Jefferson comes to me and he's like guess what we just bought the rest of the spot and i'll say that's none of my business you please go find something well else. okay in that okay in that case is maybe a fair answer sort of but you know in the spirit of the story you're just the guy reading the newspaper like huh those lewis and clark boys they're crazy and then you you know you you say i'm gonna use a i'm i'm gonna be a little risky today and use a semicolon in my letter to my mom that I, I mail <laughs> through, through the post. Hmm. Yeah, and you, you're you're one of those guys sleeping with a with a, a triangular nightcap on. A That's white right, nightcap on. I'm cozy. Night. I'm going cozy mode back at home while you're yeah. out on the homestead listening to all of the uh, spelling mosquito twenty seven different ways and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shooting yourself in the head to let the voices out. I think that's what was going on with those guys. <laughs> exactly. You know, whatever. It might it's up to you to decide whether you want to do that or not. But I've decided I'll be I'm doing the equivalent of shooting my head as I'm uh uh, uh you know, scouring the Louisiana purchase that is letterboxed. And I'm shooting myself in the head as I occasionally watch You're wading you through know, high school movies. <laughs> Yeah, portrait of a lady on fire, whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. You, know, you 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 know that the zoomers like that because uh because otherwise it would be called landscape of a lady on fire if it was up to us. <laughs> nice <laughs> millennials. <laughs> yeah, go back to go back to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm watching. I'm I'm at the AMC. That's you know uh five seats wide and uh three stories tall screen. Nice. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I, I, I no. I'm I, imagining going going to a portrait theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just for some reason locked in. Also, like, what is it? Have you wait? You haven't seen that movie, have you? Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. No. Okay. I gotta say, that's a good point. I didn't think about this. That's not. It's not a port. Well, she does draw a portrait of a, a lady, but the portrait of a lady on fire in the movie is not a portrait. It is a landscape. And it's also not a portrait either because it's like a, a literal landscape, you know, like, what do you call that? Zoomed out, basically. It's a tiny, a tiny ass lady off in the distance. That's stupid. I hate, I hate, I want, that's why I said, Owned. I want to be able to re- review by uh, age. Yeah. I mean, they really are. You're, you, you are correct that a lot of the reviews are, the quip reviews are extremely annoying, but I they're only treating think it like Twitter, dude. It's, I, but I only think that they're not good. Anno- I only think that they're annoying when I can tell that they're coming from like a high schooler or something like that. I, guess. I find you it know, even. I, I I think it's more annoying to or have, a person trying to talk like a high schooler. Yeah, yeah. It's like which I know is it, me. It sounds just like, like people our age, like I don't know, being trying to be funny or something. It's like, why are you doing on? Yeah, yeah. Re- yeah. Talk about the movie, man. Well, whatever. It you could do whatever be, you want. It could be I'm, I'm, a good good way of. I I I I guess like whatever you can do whatever you want in letterbox. You can you can say whatever you said about the Matrix. <laughs> That's fine. But um, and like, listen, I don't have like good reviews out there, so I'm I'm not trying to do say I'm I'm doing it right necessarily. But like, uh, 
I do think like it could be a uh, an interesting way of like you could I, I just don't see any usefulness of of the reviews um, or anything like no one's saying anything that's not true some people are saying substantive things about stuff but like if you're just doing it to do do jokes I I I can't I just won't be paying attention to the uh, the reviews which is fine and I'll just I'll just be an old man not paying attention to the, the reviews sure if not you're gonna take this but seriously was... I'm gonna I'm take my ball and go home yeah I'm I, I, I'm against uh, the prescriptive uh, part of this, but uh, whatever, you know. Well, yeah, I think okay. uh, I, I, I think that usually often, often, I mean, this is this is this is my problem because I'm not going to argue completely against you because this is this is why we're talking about it. That uh, I think, though, that often, you know, the, the, the crowd consensus can point you towards a movie that you might like, you know, populist Chad over over there versus I'm not saying that they, that no no because the populist thing would be that it's like uh that it's it is good because of the consensus i'll leave i'll leave the the kind of absolute decision on it up to you i'm just saying that it's a good it's a good way of finding new things i think and it would be better if you could filter out high schoolers sure okay because this would be like that one in my mind everyone over the age of like 25 is is probably you know Portrait of a Lady on Fire is probably like a like a like a two and a half or something like that. A three. Mm-hmm. What is this? Um, okay, we'll we'll stay in movie. <laughs> so what is the thing you sent me? This YouTube short. Should we should we play that? It looks like Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, you can play it. You're gonna have to narrate it. It's like three seconds long. I just found a new genre of YouTube shorts. It's not really movie related. I guess it is movie related, but not like Letterbox style. Okay, this is the. Uh, just imagine the, the TikToks uh, on what yeah just imagine uh it, folks just imagine a, some a zoomer tiktok song playing in the background and then will can narrate what's on screen oh okay i'll i'll mute the uh i'll mute the yeah. the the song then okay the title of it seemed to be seems to be actors and their signature gestures in movies part five tiktok series <laughs> fanatic for some reason all right and then the first frame of it is uh looks like millie bobby brown sure and she's standing up you don't have okay. to worry about that part. Just, just play it. Just, just, just play it. Okay. Should I not wait? Narrate it? No, you should narrate it. But you can. Are you listening to it, or no. are you going frame by frame? I'm pausing it so I can describe what's happening. Oh, okay, okay. Can, yeah, you don't have to describe what happens in the. Anyway, I'll, I'll just, I'll just describe it. This, this will take two. <laughs> you want from me, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I just said to you. I thought it was, it was. Uh, it was funny. It's like it's like uh, actors in their uh, yeah. What's it say? <laughs> what I said, dude. <laughs> <laughs> actors and their signature gestures in movies, part five. Yeah, and then the 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 first the first one up is just Johnny Depp, and it says no. The first Johnny one Depp. is Millie Bobby Brown. No, but she's not. That's just the, in the background. And then the, the first one up is. John, just just you can play the thing and confirm on your own. First one up is Johnny Depp, and it says wearing a hat. And then the next one after that is Leonardo DiCaprio, and it says raising a glass, and that's it. Okay, but Millie Bobby Brown is in this. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know how that's in the background. That's, <laughs> I think you're. Well, just... whatever. You should just you should just play. The, you should probably cut this part out, but you could just play the video for your play play the video. It's only like five. I just watched long. it. You watched it, and it, it okay. turns out when it repeated, Millie Bobby Brown is still in the video. Yeah, but it wasn't important. That's that sounds like you are making a normative statement about 
you know, women in movies, and you're. But only she didn't have a. She wasn't one of the characters in the in the thing. Oh no! Actually, since the video started with Millie Bobby Brown, she was actually in the video. <laughs> I see where we're getting confused here. She's in the video. Yeah. <laughs> we're back to having a good, interesting episode again. This That's week. right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zoe told me last week's premium episode was very boring. <laughs> totally shaking my confidence for me. Right yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. I'll. I'll, I'll I'll make a confession here. I uh, okay, so I had a, we got a package delivered last night, and the confession part is like, you can cancel me for this. It was from Amazon. It was from Amazon. Okay, no, no, that no, that's bad. But they've got a new way of delivering packages. Uh, don't know if you're f- familiar with this, but it's apparently to uh, children workers. Yeah, child well, workers. I, yeah, man, <laughs> I was already on that. That's that's no good. They're they're trying to lower. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you got him, folks. You heard it here first. It took 600 episodes. Will has been caught for child slavery. He was on it first. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I was leading the way. Uh, child slavery. Got him yeah. again. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that's good. <laughs> this man, when this man heard Coney 2012. He went out and became Joseph Coney. He <laughs> <laughs> was so, he was so inspired by the Coney twenty twelve movement that he started his own child army. <laughs> yeah, that's um, you. That's me, I guess. But uh, no the the person delivering the package wasn't a child, but they were. They did pull up in an unmarked vehicle, which I, this is sounding very suburban of me. Very like I'm in a. My vehicle is unmarked, but okay, yeah, go ahead. Well, I get what you're getting at, though. Yes, because it's a delivery. I guess you're right that a delivery vehicle, yeah, it's yeah. usually it was it was a civilian car. Um, <laughs> okay, yep. Oakley's on seemed, civilians. It's it seems it seems probably bad that, that this is what's going on because it also happened at like nine thirty last night, and they delivered it by you know coming up to the house with a flashlight and uh like. <laughs> shining it in like above the doing doing like uh i don't know is this the cop stance or posture to like hold it above your head i don't know why what you're doing yeah yeah um instead of if if you're you're uh you're scared if you're holding the flashlight you know uh below your shoulder yes and it's kind of like underhand 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 is less threatening overhand you're the you're the you're the predator yeah you know yeah underhand uh, uh prey overhand predator yes um and you know dropped off the actually and this is because this is because you 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 are an influencer i guess i guess the only piece of uh valuable content that zoe got out of last week's episode was uh to be influenced by you to buy some organizing items um <laughs> nice yeah so you, you should good. set up an affiliate link get, get a get a piece of that but uh they dropped it off by like shining the light into the house and then dropped it off and left so Needless to say, I stood my ground and, uh, you know, blew him away uh, and did, no need to call the cops, right? That, because that, that, that's what we do here. But yeah. I, was, I was a bit you scared. You ascertained the situation and then you handled it. Yeah. Um, they sent a message. kinetic force. The, uh, b- b- before, before it arrived, this is like Zoe's order. Like, I think they said like, um, <clears throat> what was it? Like, uh, oh, the package couldn't be delivered. Do you want to... Like if it like we'll refund you if you 
if you want to cancel it. And um, I think the question in our heads there was like, is it just never going to be delivered? Or like, because if I cancel this and get refunded, I'm just going to buy it again. Are we going to like run into this again? Um, but apparently they just like, if, if, if this is just going to take longer, that's fine. Just, but there's no indication of whether or not it's still on the way. Anyway, yeah. uh, I don't think that people should be working at 930 delivering packages because if I weren't yeah. so, if I weren't so nice, it wasn't so, uh, you know, mature and worldly, I would be probably firing, uh, my, my, my sidearm, um, at, at people who approach my house in such a manner. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. That's not good. Yeah. I'm doing tactical maneuvers on delivery people. What I got going on? Sure. Yeah, I think they somebody somebody delivered some mail to our house at like seven a.m. this morning. This is, this is really early. What are you doing? I didn't, I didn't ask for that. You can deliver it at a normal time. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. Uh, do you like Do you like getting mail? Uh, I will admit, like it is. It is still fun to get like it is fun to get a package or whatever. But I think like it's uh, uh buying. I like buying stuff online. Whatever. It's I don't know. I'd rather go maybe like it. it it's it's kind of more fun. I mean, this is goofy to say to say that it's like fun to to buy stuff or whatever. But like, it, it, it's more fun to I think like go to like a go to a store and like find find something or whatever. But I like getting mail if it's like um you know uh good unexpected like uh let's call it like wholesome mail or something like that. Like uh, my 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 grandparents like when I was in college, you probably saw this sometimes. Like when I was in college, sometimes my grandparents would send me like a like a package of like. You know, cookies and a and a and a card for Valentine's Day or something like that. Well, that's I nice. like that kind that kind of unexpected like uh, package. That's that's cool. Like when I was a kid, getting any kind of package that was that was really cool. But it happens a lot now. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I like. I mean, yeah. Get, get get receiving the item that you purchased. I'm okay with as far as deliveries go. But um, I hate the mail. I don't like it. Really? Mm. Yeah. I like Cause the post it's like, office. Cause, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm all about the post office. I, I'm just thinking, like, what it's become, though. I'm a, I'm a return guy for the for the USPS, I guess. Because what, what's going on with it is that, like, it's 99% garbage is what shows up. Oh, sure, yeah. And then 1% stuff that's, like, really important, apparently, that, like, is too important to email me about. That, like... Yeah. And then, like, so you need to pay attention to what's coming to your mailbox, except almost always it's bullshit and then the really important stuff like then once you have it you like what do you do with it like if it's important email it to me i think is what is the is is the thing like if i'm whatever don't mail me stuff if it's important are you crazy that's where the garbage is Mm, interesting yeah so either let's get rid of all of the garbage that comes in the mail or just email or or get rid of it all entirely and email me the important things Mm, sure yeah yeah i think you're right that there i mean it's a lot of spam i kind of forget about that shelly's more of the like i i i like never go pick up the the mail mail um but and i don't really know why this happens this way but like uh at our house you know we live in a a condo i guess you call it you know it's connect connected stuff and i i don't know if this is a requirement but like all of our mailboxes are connected too you know so like all of our mailboxes are in someone else's yard so we have to walk over there and and get it pick up our spam once a week as you uh said which is kind of weird but then like uh you know when people drop off a a package 
They just put those on your doorstep. So kind of strange. Yeah. Do you pick up your mail once a week? Yeah, mail the mailbox mail. I think Shelly does it probably about like once a week or so. Gotcha. What's you know, I guess like what you said, like what you know, what's the what's the point? It's usually usually not important. Oh, I mean, we just get it, so much stuff that I think like a week's worth of mail would be just a pile, like a, oh. a huge, huge, huge mess. Oh, we don't get that much, but I mean, we get a you know, you get the f- flyer type crap every time. Those big yeah. like p- postcards or like like. Would you like to buy a credit card from us, even though you already have this exact same credit card? I get that all the time. We're always getting like, I mean, I guess this is probably like an yes okay to problem to time. have. I guess this is probably yeah, an okay problem to have because like it probably means that I can uh, re- resolve it somehow. Maybe I should do that now that I think of it. But like, uh, yeah, I'm always getting it from like Amex and uh, Chase for the exact like credit cards I already have, or like for like like De- Delta and United for you know. Delta and United stuff we already have. It's like this, this is stupid. I've heard, I've heard that like one, you, like that that's a tactic to like advertise the product that you already have just purchased back to you in order to like confirm. Ah, Jesus, the cat! Ouch! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Fuck out of here! Um, they'll advertise the product you just purchased right back to you in order to confirm. Like to help you believe that you made the right decision, um, and also uh, I have also heard that direct mail advertising is like extremely effective, which is so stupid. I hate that. Both of those yeah. things. I've uh, I, I I still don't have a cure into, for cancer, by the way. I I remember looking into a lot of direct mail stuff because it's like uh, it's like a very common like uh, entry level like uh data science or like machine learning um real world you know problem i guess business problem to analyze or whatever so yeah i I remember that coming up a lot um stupid but i i yeah so no yeah it is very annoying even though i feel like they if if that's the strategy which i don't know maybe makes sense like uh i wish they'd stop making me feel bad about it though i'm always getting the card ones where it's like you know do this get this card that you already have uh and we're offering 1.2 times the amount of, you know, something slightly more in terms of points than what we gave you a while ago. It's like, damn it. I shouldn't <laughs> have been getting your thing until now. I should have been waiting. Just keep opening up new credit cards. I think that uh, that's that's mostly okay to do and uh, won't bite you. Yeah. Nice. Oh, so, well, speaking. Okay. I, uh, I don't know what this is speaking. It's connected to my mind because it's like a credit card thing or a travel thing or whatever. I'm just thinking of mail that I got basically. But uh, I, I told you this offline. And I don't want to go back in the movie corner, but I, I, I got to say, uh, I found out this week that in April, I'm going to I'm going to meet James Cameron himself. Yes. You're trying out for Avatar 3 or you're auditioning, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm auditioning for it, not even that, not even Avatar 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever. 3, 4, 5, I guess at this point. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the having, reboot. The, I'd like to reboot. audition for Avatar 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm red red avatar. It's they're redoing he's redoing avatar but everybody's going to be red this time. What if they <laughs> Okay. Never mind. Just thinking of different what, what, colors you might paint yourself and uh and put yourself in compromising positions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um I'm going to meet him. Hopefully. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to meet him basically I'm just going to go to a conference where he's supposed to be a a speaker a guest speaker but i'm yes. really excited about it i told shelly you got it 
you got to get me in. You got to, because she's working at this conference and, and he's going to be a guest speaker at it. And you got to get me in. You got to get me on the, the, the question asker list. And I'm going to ask him something. And you brought, I was asking you, I was trying to brainstorm what are, what are some good questions. And you, you brought up a good one that maybe I should ask him about the Amazon sex scene thing. Why'd they take it out? Mr. Cameron, please let me know. Yeah. I think, because I think the story is that like the, the version of Avatar 1 that's on Amazon uh, had removed the, uh, the, like the equivalent of their sex scene in it, like where they like plug their hair into each other or something like that. Yeah interesting yeah it's just so strange like when you i sorry I, I just paused because like uh i mean they really do they really do be plugging their you know uh <laughs> you their tail into everything like it's a usb you know like they're having sex with their hair tail thing and they're also plugging it into their their horses and their you know pterodactyl things or whatever right it's all the same i can't thing. remember but that sounds they right. do yeah that's a little messy seems i mean it really is the idea of like a usb though which is interesting. In that uh, you plug something into something. No, that it's universal. That you're using it for, you know, you know, not just one thing. You're using it for I mean, uni- I kind of only universal. use USB for like computer stuff. I'm not like plugging USB into like the wall. And well, no, but I mean, I mean, relative, I mean, relative to your computer, like. I could plug it into you know, I, a couple you, of different holes on my computer. It's universal. No, that's. <laughs> No, 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 that it's used for different things. You can use USB for power. You can use USB for like arbitrary data transfer versus you can only use your your uh, your dong uh, for, you know, having sex. You can't use it for eating lunch or talking to a horse. Says you. Like that. Says you. <laughs> no, you can't. And I guess, you know, avatars, they, they figured it out. Or the Navi, they figured it out. Right, you know, let's just have a USB USB C that we can use for everything. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Can you hear my dog anyway. freaking out? No. Oh, okay. Well, Dave this conference is. I, I got uh, this conference is about. It's a Jira conference, and so Shelly's telling me that they're literally going to ask him like questions about how he used Jira on on Avatar. And I have been trying to brainstorm a question related to Jira that would actually be fun. Related to Atlassian, that I could, that I could actually ask James Cameron because I really ask want about to ask the folder him, structure. Really want to ask a, him a camera. Yeah, the folder structure. What do you use the folder? Stu- I mean, I, you I, should actually ask him wanna, like, what, do you have all the files? Who has all the files? Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I should. Uh, oh crap! I have a, I have a good I have a good way to take that. I don't know if I can say this on podcast. It's a little private, but okay. Uh, interesting mr cameron please meet me after (laughs) i have some files for you (laughs) yeah i figured out how to use my dong to eat lunch (laughs) some top and secret information for you mr cameron please i've been thinking about i kind of want to ask him uh i'm really imagining that i'm the guy that's getting to be on stage asking him the yeah you're gonna they're just gonna pick uh, make that happen a rando plus one to the event and they're gonna put you i'm the only person at this event who's seen avatar or terminator or titanic <laughs> 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 no one else will be familiar with this guy at all you do have hundreds uh, of hours logged on the microphone so you could probably yeah i want to ask him a I I really want to ask him a question that's like an alternate universe question. You know, I feel like he'd be good for that. I feel like that's a good 
that's what people love to sci-fi guys love to ask that at like comic-con or whatever you know like you know what uh how would how would uh morgan freeman have escaped from the shawshank redemption if uh this had happened in the era of the iphone or something like that you know and then you gotta what a cool question that yeah. You know, no, well, that's what I'm saying. That's like the kind of things that they come up with. And so yes. I've been trying to think, like, is there something about that? Like, like, Mr. Cameron, do you believe the Titanic would have happened if that they had access to Atlassian Jira technology? Would the would the boat have sunk still if they could have planned? <laughs> if they if they could have pl- pl- if they could have planned ahead better using Jira, would the Titanic still have sunk? Do you think? Project condition at risk, flashing red. Yeah, um, I think I think in that situation everybody else would be boo- booing me. They'd be like, "Boo, get this j- Joker off the stage!" But on the inside, Mr. Cameron, I'm, calling, <laughs> I'm also calling him Miss Mister, as all respectful question askers do. What is he, on, your teacher, Mister Mr. Cameron? <laughs> yeah, Mister Cameron. Uh, it, but on the inside, he'd be thinking, "Jim, hmm, this man is very smart," and he'd he'd be whispering George Bush during 9/11 style. <laughs> I guess it's opposite. Aid to George Bush style. <laughs> Aid to George Bush. Whispering as... He, that's the only man who's ever whispered. He'd be whispering yeah. to someone. He'd be whispering to someone saying, go go get that man. Bring him to my room. Bring him to my green room. Bring him and to then, my quarters. And, and then I, <laughs> I talked to him my afterwards. Room I'm staying at the top floor of the wind. <laughs> I, yeah, I talked to him afterwards and he's like, sir... When I heard you ask that question, I knew you were the smartest man of all time, and I had to have you in my inner circle. <laughs> How would you like to be an avatar? Do you want to see the files? <laughs> avatar Code Red. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you the files. Avatar Code Red. <laughs> Amazing Mountain Dew integration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yeah absolutely was this way I, I on on speaking of uh, co- color things and movies i've never really looked into this and it's just like one of those things that might be a lie that you get told as a kid and then it sticks with you when i was a kid i had an uncle who is a, like a respectable you know uncle uh like he's a regular <laughs> guy <laughs> you know? he's well I respected mean, in the uncle community <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's certified he's ranked uncle yeah he's normally not he's not like a prankster uncle he's not like a you know like oh this is a this is the uncle that still lives with my grandma you know or something like that you know uh that kind of you know situation where it's like i don't know if i should trust this guy i i trust him on other things but but it's it's it seems sus in my mind when i was a kid uh and i was you know in that phase in like second or third grade or something that even though i hadn't seen star wars everybody was like drawing star wars and like i learned about the lightsaber right and so i'm like drawing like i'm like drawing mario holding a lightsaber on uh you know on my my scratch pad (laughs) at school stuff like that that was a big one i really loved actually a little digression i didn't draw mario often because i never played mario but the the character that i loved when i was a kid that i would draw all the time was the uh, uh all of the ghosts from uh pac-man i draw all the ghosts and i give them little uh little ha- hands <laughs> gotcha. you know? it took me i was trying to like think of what those are but yeah okay <laughs> the little guys that go actually i think maybe mar uh pac-man makes that sound but anyway i loved the ghosts so i would draw the ghosts holding lightsabers and stuff like that um Anyway, my uncle, I, I was doing that, and my uncle made the comment to me that, like, oh, when I was a kid, all lightsabers were yellow. 
and i was just like huh like it, like it just kind of made sense i was like oh and he's like yeah they made they changed them and at the time i thought that was a little sus but then i got a little older and i realized oh yeah like george lucas like they they have like it's notable that in star wars they change a bunch of stuff and so i i am curious like is that true did the original star wars did they all just have yellow lightsabers there's no way <laughs> that's a classic but you're saying lie. it you're saying you're saying it a little cautious though I think you think I am. That there's a I, one, I mean, one, a 1% I, I don't know chance. for sure because I, yeah. I, I'm going through the same thought process too. Like, I know they change things, but like, there's also no way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it's always stuck with me. There's a little bit of doubt of did all the lightsabers used to be yellow? And then that maybe that'll happen to, uh, you know, uh, uh, future generations. They'll be like, damn, did you know that all the, all the Navi, they used to be, <laughs> they used to be blue. And they're like, no, no way. There's the code red Navi, there's the Mountain Dew. <laughs> a Baja blast Navi mm-hmm. and then there's a blue Navi, all that stuff, you know, like, no, James Cameron, he used to have them all be, they were blue. James Cameron, he really actually originally avatar. They didn't have the technology to make them avatars. And so he just released the movie where everybody's just running around <laughs> with the motion capture stuff yeah. on. And he's like, well, we'll do this in post post. We'll do this. George, we're going to do this George Lucas style. We'll, we'll fix it when we have the, the, the chance, but for now we'll just leave it to practical stuff. And so they're just all running around that little set. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to see that, that yeah. version. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, do you think that... Okay, it seems like the, the age of the special feature is over. Uh, what's the, what's the special time. feature? Like, you get a DVD and you like go through and you're like, oh, here's some like behind the scenes or like director's commentary or whatever. I'm shaking my head at you. This is because you're not a, you're not a, a criterion man like me i know that you can still get them i'm not saying it's like yeah gone all together sure. but like in, in the general age of streaming yeah. like with, where yeah. most people are consuming their stuff there's not a lot of like like that used to be like a big selling point like when when dvds yeah. were like the dominant like way to get things later you'd be like oh this has like this many deleted scenes or special features and all that yeah but it would be a, a fun special feature i think it'd be interesting to see versions of the of the movie like <laughs> like you know uh early rough cut to then like okay let's see picture lock but none of the vfx or color is completed um i want to see all this stuff that's like oh where the mic is is in the shot and all that before they they rotoscoped it out kind of thing like yeah that would be really interesting yeah yeah i think it'd be cool i've seen that for some marvel stuff not i'm not going out watching it on my own but i've seen little clips on on twitter i think of that yeah i mean I, you, they're you all still like, in front of the green screen with with uh the wires on and stuff like that which is kind of cool yeah yeah i mean i guess like it, for some reason to me it's less about like the like before and after vfx thing where like you can see like the breakdowns of a scene and like you look at the wipe through and then like oh it seems like which are all fake by the way yeah. like the way that oh really mm-hmm. yeah for the most part like they those are very designed to uh it's it's just a like a little marketing thing like that's not really how it, it works i don't think but um all I, of them are actually like that prince andrew and virginia guffrey in the tub <laughs> thing where it's just some random guy with a, a cutout uh on his face of tom cruise or whatever well you see plane. all these like different like it's like oh here's the, this this pass and this pass and this pass um and then they, they do like a 3d like rotate around the scene or whatever like no, this is all just like it's a, it, someone is like directing this little featurette thing to, I don't know, yeah. make it seem like there's a lot going on. I mean, there is a lot going on, but um, basically, it 
it's all greens it, or it's not all green screen it's all rotoscoping it's like just kind of like where all the magic is anyway uh fucking what was i talking about oh the contact like i'd rather s- more see like the um from like an editing perspective like what was the uh, uh what was it like scorsese uh turned in his the first cut of the killers yeah. of the sacred moon or whatever it was and it was oh. like nine hours long um, oh yeah and like i'm gonna see yeah. like the evolution of like well that's probably like very rough and or not very rough probably the wrong word but like it's clearly like unfinished like i just want to sort of see like editorially over the course of the process what did they you know trim up and remove and all of that and um you can see like oh they really like this take and how do they make it fit into it all there it'd be interesting yeah yeah when they added the rat at the end of the departed it's the final cut and then you watch the final final cut yeah and he's like this is it folks and they're like damn you made us watch the same thing last week but you just added the rat at the, the, the last music okay cool very nice martin <laughs> yeah interesting i want i would be kind of fun to be the guy who gets to watch the nine hour cut of that stuff yeah the, the 20 20 19 hour cut of avatar 3 or whatever that james cameron did yeah, yeah. How, are there any deleted scenes that you've heard about i've got one in mind there's only one deleted scenes or other behind the scenes uh, f- features like specific ones that you've heard about that you really i guess have either seen that you're really happy that you got to see or ones that are rumored that you really wish you could see like you know it exists somewhere but it seems like it's never been released well i guess the avatar sex scene now at this point um no i can't really think of any i do but like before I, w- I want to hear what you have to say but before i forget i want to come back but i, I want to i had a thought about casino royale this week and we'll, sure. we'll return to that okay no how about you do you have any of those i've got one and this is going to sound goofy and you're gonna you're gonna roll your eyes at me like why does it matter but i'm gonna say it anyway uh i i you know maggie chung is one of my you know favorites uh favorite actresses uh and but did you know did you know that maggie chung was in inglorious bastards as uh melanie laurent you know shoshana's that character as her aunt or whatever i guess it you know it's her adoptive aunt in france after she you know flees christoph waltz character at the beginning of the of the movie and so there was a whole thing with maggie chung as uh um as this like adoptive aunt and uh mr mr qt i'm gonna call people mr today Mr. QT uh, cut it out of the movie, and I, re- I read about it that he just decided it wasn't like um, it wasn't his style or whatever to add that kind of like back uh, backstory that wasn't really adding to the rest of the the film. And I read that uh, he he had said this before um, before like like right after the movie came out, it was like it came out in like uh, like you know like hong kong press because she's obviously really popular they're like oh did you know that she was almost in this uh this movie she's she's credited in it but she doesn't appear anywhere um uh and he's he made a comment about it that like he was hoping he could release it as a um a deleted scene on the the blu-ray when it came out and i have i have the original blu-ray that they released of it when it came out and it's not on there and i've never Hmm. been able to find find it elsewhere and i always think that it'd be interesting to to see what that was about I yeah. want to see Maggie Chung, the Maggie Chung cut. Release the Chung cut. I would feel, yeah, I wonder how the actors feel. Do you think they, that she got like a heads up before like the premiere or she goes to the premiere and it's like, oh, oh man. I'm not in this. Uh, yeah, I read that they, it, I, I read that in the thing too. It said that they talked about it. 
okay. in that case. But yeah, that's a good question in general. Like, how often do you go to the premiere and you're like, oh, damn, was I in that? Like, looking at all the background Did I miss me? Like, yeah, yeah, did I miss me? What the heck? They had me doing a lot of crazy stuff on set for like three months, you know? I, I was, yeah. I did, I did Christian Bale method acting. I, I gained 200 pounds. <laughs> background character number 17 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they cut me out of this thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of QT, I guess, I, w- I would be interested in, in deleted or rumored stuff. Uh, he's got that, you know, rumored uh, Superman script that he wrote. Um, mm. And... Uh, I, I think it would be interesting to see what he was thinking about that. He probably had Superman say the N-word, I'm going to guess. but <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. It's probably, the, okay. It's probably I had, edgy. I, had... I like his stuff, but it's probably it's probably edgy. Maybe. What if Aunt... What's the name? Aunt Annie? That's the place at the mall with the pretzels. What's uh, Uncle Ben? That's one of the guys. That's Uncle, that Uncle Ben is definitely a Spider-Man guy. Oh, what if, what if Uncle Ben was super hot and he's he said the n-word just like superman and everybody's and it's and it's risky and, and then i i'm quentin tarantino and i have to do at at all of the press conferences say as an artist i have to i i reserve the right to use whatever language i want in my movies for my characters and to write them and to whatever um mr tarantino this was finding nemo 3 that you directed <laughs> i don't think that was uh, <laughs> good match they made another one of those didn't they yeah they made um finding dory finding dory never saw it anyway the casino royale thought that i had martin sorskezi uh i i always thought that he directed this but i think he was just a character in uh we talk about this like every week (laughs) what fishtail We've Shark never talked t- about how Martin Scorsese was in Shark Tale. We've never talked about that. Maybe it's in your We've mind. I've never brought that up. No, pod. that he was you in have. Shark Tale. I always thought that he was the director of it. Okay. I know, because you, you find said it. that. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Okay. I don't recall that. Question about Casino Royale for you. <clears throat> yeah. I was thinking about it this week. And uh, it finally clicked for you. You understood what was happening. Well... I think I finally stopped understanding what was happening. Where <laughs> oh, okay. okay, so uh Mads Mickelson as Le Chief, his yeah. plot, his his thing was like so he collected all at the beginning of the movie, he got all that money from Mr. White and Spectre, right? Or I don't know if it was Spectre, but for whatever, he got it from Mr. White. Like yeah. and his plan was he was gonna buy a bunch of shares like buy a bunch of stock in the in the airline that was going to unveil it's like really big uh airplane airbus yeah yeah so he bought a bunch of sh- sh- shares yeah and then his plan was like he was going to blow, blow it up yeah and so the stock price was going to plummet yeah and a classic then, a pretty classic bond oh bond, sorry he was he was before he blew it up he was he sold all of the shares and then he was going to blow it up well yes now you're describing one level deeper what shorting is but yes correct but oh so he did short it well yeah i mean he wouldn't go i mean i don't know if they say that explicitly but that's definitely what the the plot would have had to be you have to well no no, that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking that's what i'm trying to get into i thought he just i thought what he was doing he was like he was the guy who on nine the day before 9 11 had the inside information and he's like bye 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 as much united airline as possible and then the next day he's like oh Damn, shit 
I don't, yeah. I don't I think I, I understand gonna, how the stock market works. Gonna, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that, that, that's what I'm kind of getting at. It's like, I thought what happened was that, okay, he borrowed all the, he borrowed all that money and used it to buy a bunch of shares of the airline and then sold them all because he thought it was going to crash. But I don't know how that would make him no, mo- I money. Because if he, if he should have just not have sold at, yeah. it and then he would have made a bunch of money. <laughs> Yeah, I think I get what you're getting at, and I, you know, I'm not the I'm not the best person at this, but I think I can explain this one well enough. Uh, yeah, when you short it, like when you short a stock, you know, the 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 classic way of saying it is like, oh, it's like the opposite. Like when you like when you're like going long on a stock, like the, the normal way of trading is like first you buy something, and then in the future you sell it. And a short is sort of the reverse of it, as in like you get to sell something now and buy it in the future um oh so you are locking in a purchase when you short something so so you're kind of like locking in a uh a a price and then yeah like like the idea being like you know if if you if you sell something now at a relatively high price and then uh and then you get to buy it in, in the in the future to like you know cover the fact that you basically like when you're you're like borrowing somebody's shares it's like hey can i borrow your thing and sell it to this guy i don't have it right now but can i borrow it uh right now and i'm going to sell it to this other person and then in the future i'll buy i'll pay you back basically it's like uh, in the future i'll give you your stocks back and so like the the, and, and that means like i'm on the hook to like buy them back in the future buy some stocks back in the future and give them back to that third party i guess Hopefully this is sort of making sense, but like, uh, then you can kind of start to see like, oh yeah. So the way you make money is like you, you got to sell at a relatively high price and then hope that the price goes down. And in the future, when you have to buy, you know, uh, when you have to buy those stocks back to, to, to give them back to this third party, basically, uh, you better hope that you buy them back at a lower price because then you've just made, you know, that difference between what you sold it and bought it at right it, but it just kind of happens in like reverse order of how a normal you know uh s- stock purchase happens okay but yeah okay so if you follow that then i think i get what you're getting at which is like well why did he have to have money at the beginning and i don't really know exactly how this like works with brokerages or, or whatever but i would say the intuition that you probably just have to have is that like you can't just like sh- you can't just like go on to e-trade and be like i would like to s-, even if you know like a 9-11 is going to happen you can't just go to E-Trade and be like... <laughs> Typing yeah, it into I'd like, like I'd, the, I'd the like note fields. Like, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I think not, I know trust me. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to sell... I would like to sell $1 billion of, uh, you know, uh, United Airlines stock today. And trust me that I'm going to have the money to, you know, pay it back. You got to prove that you got, you know, the, the money. The, the margin, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know what you call it when you're, when you're shorting and stuff like that. But... Uh, something yeah. to back it up so that's why it's that's why flat. it's like that's why that's why there's money floating around at the beginning of the the movie and why there's okay. no there's no money to be had uh after that right yeah, yeah i think it is called margin because that's like when you talk about like a margin call and and stuff stuff like that of like you gotta basically prove up front that you can pay uh you you can you know buy back the 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 stocks at the beginning even if the price goes up which is yeah why you can't be like yeah i've got like ten dollars in my pocket but like trust me like i'd like to sell a billion dollars worth of this thing right now and then yeah 
okay okay like that's like the idea of margin call is then you know you get you've got to like it's like well we're not giving you any more chances to let this run out anymore uh you you know you're down this much you gotta you gotta cough up the money to to buy those things back okay so all right i don't think it was a mistake on casino royale's part to like not get into that i think they made the right call yeah i think i think people generally know generally get the idea now like oh when somebody talks about shorting a stock they're gonna make money if if the stock goes down I, that's all you have to know and sure i i guess i just thought what happened was bought a bunch of stock and then like sold it right away and yeah nothing really <laughs> nothing would happen yeah and then he put on a show of blowing up trying to blow up the airplane and if that would have happened then it wouldn't have if if yeah then nothing would have happened. He would have just been like, damn, I'm glad I sold my stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Good question. <laughs> I mean, again, they made the right call, not getting into it. <laughs> but yeah. we're going to get into the rules of Texas Hold'em a little bit here, but we can't be doing, yeah. we can't be doing stocks. I, I don't, I, I've, I've, I used to, play cards a lot when i was a kid this kind of fell into my this is something we kind of are messaging about uh i don't know if, yeah well anyway um learning to play cards kind of fell into my idea as a as a kid of like oh things that like i should learn and know how to do to you know be a a well-rounded adult if that makes sense right to be like a, a cool adult someday to be a james bond figure myself someday <laughs> As uh, childhood is just training to become <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, I learned it not by like reading books, but like I I actually did play like a fair um, amount, um, like on like vacations with. Um, that sounds like goofy. This sounds like I'm just like playing around with my siblings or something. That's not what happened. But like we had like um, family friends uh, who were. You know, some of them also very into gambling or something like that. Um, and I, whatever, I, I just I I learned to play hold'em and and other you know poker games and stuff like that as a kid. I've I've like yeah, I've forgotten so much of it, like I, I, that. I find like when I watch, um, when I watch these movies now, like like when I watched Casino Royale the first time when I was a kid, like I feel like I had much more immediate reactions to like what was going on with the card game if that makes sense like like now somebody flips over the card and like i'm not an idiot like i know i know like a full house and a flush and that kind of stuff but like yeah sometimes like people flip over the cards and i'm gonna i like i gotta wait to see like oh what does what char- do? like what do the characters yeah. do yeah was that good or bad I don't, I don't know who are they gonna push the money to uh because i i don't have the intuition anymore like i can't remember like does a three of a kind does that beat a straight does a uh, I think a full house beats everything. A, a, ro- a royal flush. Where do, where does that fall in? I don't know. I I get. I don't know. I gotta go back to being a kid. <laughs> yeah. Cards. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I would play. I would play like poker with my grandparents and beans. You use be- beans, beans up at, up at yeah. the cabin. That was a good way of of learning that. But yeah, I I have had the like anxiety before about like. Uh, I mean, it's probably good. I mean, like like we've talked about before. Like uh, I mean. I, I don't know. I don't think I'm, I have like the gambling bug in me somewhere, but like, yeah. you know, I'm not especially interested in finding out, but like, uh, 
I think I think there's definitely a um, <clears throat> quite a significant barrier of anxiety within me to prevent me from ever like going into casino and like losing my l- losing my shirt on 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 anything because um I don't know how about like how to like sit down and start you know it's like what are like 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 the etiquette and like the like very basic like oh sure like looking around and like there's like tapping and stuff and like fl- flipping things and all that's like yeah. I've seen movies and it seems like everybody knows how to play right there so like I don't even know how to like get into get into things to like lose my yeah. money like I don't know how people yeah. learn that's the stuff play. that I wanted to learn as a kid yeah which, you know you can't learn when you're not in a, some of that those stuff you can't learn when you're not in a casino I mean t- t- tapping and, and you know whatever you can learn that but I didn't go to casinos, but like I said before, I definitely have the, I am so confident that I have that bug in me, the way that people are confident that they're like an alcoholic or whatever. I'm so confident that I have that, which is why I never do it. And this is why I also don't, very related to why I also don't actively do any investing of my own, like, like mm. insecurities, like in stock market, stuff like that, because I'm so confident that I, I, I'm, I'm an, I'm an alcoholic for gambling i'm a gambling addict deep down yeah yeah that's good to know about yourself i gotta i gotta stay away from that uh yeah but the other stuff yeah when i was a kid i was like i got a child like you said childhoods for preparing to become james bond someday and so i gotta Mm -hmm. i gotta figure this stuff out i gotta learn i gotta learn baccarat which i did back then and i I do you learn baccarat as a kid (laughs) yeah yeah and some of these things i think a lot of these things i i guess i i realize now that i'm saying out loud like i I learned first from my grandparents. I learned a lot of card games from my uh, grandparents, like yeah. the fun kind, but also like the gambling kind and stuff like that. They they taught me back rap. Um, they used to teach me like you know they're like bridge players, that kind of stuff too. But I've lost. That's so definitely going to get lost in general. Like there's going to be like I didn't like learn nearly enough to be able to pass along any of that. I don't think. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. Actually, Shelly was talking to uh, Shelly has a friend. Um, and uh I, this is something that i've always wanted to do for a while i think in a similar zone is uh but but maybe not as bad from from what i've learned but like um uh like playing like mahjong that seems like a game like oh kids 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 these days aren't playing mahjong but i i guess they do i guess apparently a lot of people in china do still play mahjong but it like it kind of reminds me of that because my grandparents played i saw them play mahjong before with their their friends it's not something that they ever taught me um, but it was kind of in the circle of people that they play like bridge or whatever with. So, yeah. Your family ever play they'll, Euchre? They'll get lost. Yeah. They, that my grandparents played that. I don't really remember that very well. That's more like a fun, that's more like a party game though. Right? Like, yeah, I guess like you were sp- a serious sp- family. In the, <laughs> like, settle in down. The zone of sp- we're playing serious. Like we're that. playing, we're doing yeah. math on the bridge and stuff. I really like, actually I would play this again. Uh, my, my favorite game. That I could definitely still play today, but I probably don't have good strategy. And this is like, I don't know. I, I guess it was like a, I guess this is a party game uh, that I never, but but I don't know. I don't know if that's, if that's true. I don't know if people ever play it for, for money, but I really liked uh, Canasta. Did you ever play Canasta? I don't think I've heard of it. It's like a, it's like a tricks game. I think that's what you call it, right? When you're trying to get, okay. you know, r- runs of cards, pairs of cards and stuff like that, get points and, and whatnot, but. Uh, yeah, Canasta. And you play it. You play it with like a massive uh, deck. It's a really big deck. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm a, uh, I'm, an, I'm a gambling addict deep deep down. So you, yeah, you, you have to respect me on on this. 
that that's my new my I trust new you thing yeah yeah no i just mean if, if somebody's ever like damn you idiot you don't know how to play cards i say that that used to be me when i was a child gotcha yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a gambling addict yeah know? i've you had know? to put that life behind me yeah, yeah. um there's such a I, th- I think you and i are going to be in strong agreement on this maybe not but card games that are with like a regular deck of cards are cool and fun and i'm open to playing them i guess open to playing them like not in the gambling sure. sense but just like whatever for fun card games that are like a special deck yeah w- like cards against humanity or stuff like that like yeah is extremely. is is like so uncool like the 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 drop-off is crazy like it's yeah. like in the entire party other games direction. like that yeah 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 i i agree with that even though i know it's canasta like, falls into that sort of but yeah it's not as bad as cards against humanity but yeah but if it's like oh uh having friends over to play poker like that sounds like oh i could be that kind of guy having friends over to do beards in beer <laughs> <laughs> card game night like yeah yikes absolutely yeah. not i don't know maybe i'm being mean on that i think sometimes the having friends over to play regular poker can be kind of sad though too nah man i think that's in always cool <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah i mean i think i i think i agree with you on that it's like in um it's basically like the scene in uh, uh, uh national lampoons christmas vacation i think it's christmas vacation or whatever the one where they go to las vegas you know what I'm talking about? And then uh, I haven't seen it. Chevy, Ch- oh, Chevy Chase is like losing a bunch of money at the regular casino, and then he goes to like the loser casino where it's got games like like guess the number, uh, <laughs> rock paper scissors, stuff like that. And you know he still loses there. But I think like people, I feel like people saw that movie and they're like, yeah, that second one seems pretty good. <laughs> Didn't realize like. Yeah, that was, that was supposed to be a joke. Like, it's it's not a kind of adult way of living. You were you were not James Bond. You were a you were a baby Bond right now. Yeah, you can't be doing if you're that. not trying to be James, yeah, I, be an adult like me and trying to be James Bond as a a, a kid. That's right. As an adult, trying to be James Bond. Yeah. Um, it's not the worst. Right, not the worst person to. He might be one of the worst people to. Try I mean, to he's a, to be, like a very bad role model. You can. You can you can learn a lot. Well, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I guess I am just projecting on this stuff that like uh, I've 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 learned a lot. from him. <laughs> I tried to learn a lot from him as a as a kid, but it it set uh, it set unrealistic expectations. Everybody's always talking about Instagram and stuff like that, <laughs> setting unrealistic expectations <laughs> on your peers. But James watching James Bond movies as a kid, no joke, probably is what has plagued me the most with unrealistic expectations about about life and like uh being in being in public you know (laughs) yeah yeah looking around in your 30s being like this is nothing (laughs) like what i thought it was gonna be this (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) yeah yeah all right we're gonna go over to patreon.com slash dr skeleton and we're gonna talk about uh james bond and files folder structures um, once again, so tune into that. Thanks for listening. <laughs>